um, I feel like I need to inform everyone of how stoned I am. (laughs) (laughs) This shit is a girl blunt. I only smoke girl blunt. This shit is a girl blunt. I only smoke girl blunt. This shit is a girl blunt. I only smoke girl blunt. This shit is a girl blunt. This is MM. I'm Daria, and this is High Tea, a podcast where we get lifted into a cosmic future. One minute, 30 seconds into the flight, 15 miles downrange, traveling almost 2,000 miles an hour. Three good auxiliary power units, three good fuel cells, three good main engines. 10 seconds away from solid rocket booster separation. Nine, eight. We're back, season two. We last left you on Halloween. Yes, wow. When we've been gone for a few months. Mm -hmm. Shout out to everyone that came. Yes, thank you for coming to our live show. That was an amazing, amazing night. Yes. Venus was deep in Scorpio retrograde. <laughs> and it was That was a Scorpio ass <laughs> fucking Halloween. Yeah. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. And so much happened between October and fucking <laughs> December like January. Lives were changed. Yeah. yeah. So to update everyone or anyone who doesn't know, um, I'm currently living in Accra, Ghana, and I'm super, super Woo! happy to be here. Um, yeah, it feels like a huge gift, and the universe led me here, and I'm excited to share more about it. I'm so excited you're there. It was so beautiful to see the buildup of Daria's decision to move to Ghana. It was like, I'm thinking particularly of New Year's Eve when we were FaceTiming, because we spent New Year's Eve together for the past few years. And so she FaceTimed me because it was midnight before it was midnight here in New York. And it was just like, I could feel it in my soul. Like, oh my God, she's going to move because she's meant to be there right now. Oh my God. Yeah. I bought it like three days after the ticket, the one-way ticket. Yeah. Oh, Oh my God. Yeah. Wow, I'm glad you're there. But it it has meant a shift for like our long distance partnership. And it has been beautiful to step into that. Because I think for me, I'm thinking about how the night we said goodbye, I remember just being so happy for you and so like secure in the foundation of what I have with you that it's it just honestly in true earth love, like we are walking on solid ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, and both of us have these huge earth signs. Like, mm-hmm. I have so much Taurus, and you have so much Capricorn. And yeah, I feel like we had to, like, get some foundation either way, you know? Mm. Yeah. And yeah. the building of our love. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think as you were getting ready to go to the plane and I was thinking about how everything we've been doing up to this point individually in our relationship has been preparing us for this. Yes. Like, because people were like, oh, are you sad that she's moving? And it's like, I don't think sad is the word because I'm not sad. Um, I feel ready for this because I know you're ready for this. So, yeah, it hasn't been a sadness at all. Oh, I'm glad. Oh yes, we're gonna play a game. A little icebreaker, free association. I've actually never played this, but I know it. Have you ever played it? Um, I'm sure I have, like in one of my classes, but um, I don't remember. I feel it's like it's been a long time. It's one of those games I. Where, I don't know if there are other names for it, but it's like you say a word and then the other person says whatever the first word that comes to their mind is. Is there yeah. a topic that you want to start with? Maybe we could do it with the topic that we're going to be discussing, or should it be something separate? No, I think we should do it with the topic. Okay, that's actually really fun. Yes. Um, wow, I really like that idea. Okay. <laughs> Um, so our topic, do you want to share what our topic is? Gossip. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> gossip, gossip, gossip. Yes. Okay, so do you want to start with our game? Yeah, let's just dive in. Gossip. Bossip. <laughs> A T. Wendy Williams. <laughs> um, how you doing? <laughs> Divorce. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, Judge Judy. Uh, old. <laughs> um, shit. <laughs> I'm still stuck on Wendy Williams and just wanting to celebrate the divorce. Thank God. We're, we're all so excited. So thankful for it and so just like proud of her. Yeah, so proud. And just like also just sending her so much love because like just because she filed for divorce, you know, it's not official. Exactly. And like, regardless of what is true and isn't true, it's obvious that she's been going through a really tough time for a while. Yeah, for sure. Wendy Williams. I mean, her (laughs) whole show is like a paving the road for high tea to be a thing anyway. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She's the queen of radio. She's the she's the queen of talk. I mean, obviously, there's Oprah. (laughs) But right. after Oprah. Mm-hmm. 
It's also, oh my god, if Oprah knew we were comparing Wendy Williams to her, she'd be she'd so be pissed off. Pissed. <laughs> but Wendy I'm... always honors Oprah, but she's always really clear about being like we're in different categories. Like mm-hmm. we're not. And they, but that's the truth. I mean, it is the truth. But also like they're both talk shows that centered around celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, they have such a different style in talking yeah. about like I guess that's actually a really good segue into the topic like how one holds and talks about gossip matters mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess that also talks about like how one what one's relationship to gossip is in general mm. Yeah, um, and also just like how you're, how you're sharing in the gospel, like your the gospel, the gossip. <laughs> <laughs> like how you don't make me laugh. How you're feeding into the gossip, like yeah. Absolutely. I think that for me, understanding that and like embodying that distinction is what has been just really critical in how I'm relating to people in general. Like, Mm -hmm. am I spreading information or sharing information? And also like, what is a private conversation and what is something that could potentially be shared? And how is that being delineated by who and when? Right. Um, has all been stuff I've been both living and really thinking about. Yeah, and something else that I've been thinking about is, like, how does gossip play in, like, power? And, like, you know, having, like, um, private information about someone, like, can be a um, tool of, like, manipulation or, like, one-upping them or, you know, like, exerting power. Yeah, exactly. Especially, like, that generally, but also I feel like in gossip, it happens so that there's information that somebody knows about another person without that person's knowledge. And so power can be being exerted in, like, very stealth ways, like Mm -hmm. gaslighting. Exactly. What is gossip? Did we go with that? define it. Let's define it. That's a good question. So what is, okay, what is gossip in the ways that we've been socialized? Gossip is when somebody's talking bad about you to, like, bring you down or, like, mm-hmm. hurt your image. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, I think gossip, yeah, definitely, like, sharing. Um, I agree with what you said about, you know, sharing malicious things about, you to someone else Mm -hmm. um but I would also say it's like sharing information that you um got in like a like private or secret or like um what's the word um I can't think of the word that I'm trying to think of like a space that was 
I want to say vulnerable, but not vulnerable. Like, would you say intimate? Yeah, intimate. Like, um, a confidential space. I see. You understand what yes. I'm saying? So gossip is a breach of confidentiality. Yes, exactly. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, yeah, and like, also like I think like thinking about like ownership of like people's stories like my story is mine to tell it's not for someone else to like exploit um and like exploitation is just not just economic in this sense like because gossip is for the sometimes takes the place of entertainment yeah entertainment like power like yes you understand what i'm saying so yeah. Exploitation is absolutely a factor. Yeah. In a capitalist way, even though it may not be for a monetary gain, it is still, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to talk about why people gossip in ways that, like... Yeah. So you know what it is, but, like, why does it happen? Or, like, why would it happen in our community now? Um... I, I feel... Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you first. I feel like gossiping can be a form of, like, com- like people think it's a form of, like, building relationships. Like... Absolutely. Oh, like, we're sharing in this, like, special moment of, like, ooh, like, I'm giving you some information. Girl, you got to give me some, too. Like... I don't know. Like, I do feel like it's a part of, like, some people think it's just, like, a way to community build. <laughs> just like, okay, I no. Think it's because it's sometimes it, like, has been. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I also think that it's because sometimes gossip is conflated with being vulnerable. Like, what we mm. all want to do is connect. That's all yeah. we want to do all yeah. the time, always. And sometimes gossip gets conflated as, like, that's how we're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. But I also think, like, back to what you said about power, it's because us knowing information about each other does give you a type of power over the other person. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Like, sometimes, and we've talked about this, like, just being out sometimes, like, it, it's weird to feel like I know this random thing about this person mm-hmm. and does, I, I, do other people know random things about me? Like, I, I know random being like, I know that this person slept with this other person and like mm-hmm. that, me knowing that information changes my life in no way and mm-hmm. has nothing to do with me. But I'm just sitting here like, mm-hmm, I know that. Why do I know it? I don't know. But it's that norm. It's, it's the norm. norm. It's, it's norm. And like it's I'm kind dying. <laughs> but like if I know that, then I trust. I'm thinking about um in Beyonce self-titled. Um, like if I'm doing something to you, then you're doing it to me. Like if I know that, mm-hmm. if the, if I ha- if I have that power randomly over other people. But then I trust that that is true for me as well. And I'm uncomfortable with that. Mm. Are you talking about Unhaunted? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> it must be haunting me. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah, it like breeds it. Like the insecurity breeds it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so cyclical, you know? Yeah. Because it's like... Like, it's like a collective, like, insecurity. That's exactly what it is. That's the defin- That's the true definition of gossip. A collective insecurity. Because I don't think that gossip can stand if it is not for the collective. Gossip, in order to hold, must be perpetuated. Other, mm-hmm. like, you know, it would, mm-hmm. it's not just a two-person thing. Yeah, yeah. Something that's also, like... And this is where I was going with the, like, our spirits and our body being attached. It's, like, when spirit and body are, like, connected and, like, have a, like, when they're connected, when they're strongly connected, it's, like, you understand deeply your desires, like, what is informing you, you know what I mean? And you act accordingly, without shame like you act accordingly because you have no shame there's nothing holding you back you understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying and like if you are detached from your desires because you've been shamed by them you know what I mean like capitalism like these systems have shamed us from like not even wanting to do something like eating a piece of fried chicken. Like, do you understand? Like right. everything, everything that we do is because or like have done is because of the way shame wears on us. So yes. see if I can get back to where I was going. So like we are trying to hide who we are or like have felt like we had to hide the thing what we truly want and what we truly feel and so another form of gossip and this is how it all comes back is like not being able to share with a person how you feel about them when it's negative and it presents conflict like You know, like not being able to express a desire or um, a non-desire because of the fear of like isolation, loss of community. You know what I mean? Like, Uh, yes, like there are there's so much at play and why we are insecure, insecure, being not confident and expressing our desires Exactly. Oh my God, Daria. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> then, <laughs> then we go and share it in a, in a passive aggressive way, meaning it goes through some other medium. Because, yes. when, because when you share it with someone, you're sharing it. You're putting it out into the world. The second you release and it from yourself. It. Yes. The second you share it from yourself. You've already released it. Yes. You just couldn't directly, like, release it. Yes. And that's the shame. I remember I have a memory coming to me right now when 
something like that was happening in my own life and you said to me it's because that person that person is putting it out into the world because in some capacity they wanted to get back to me because they need the release like we yes. physically need the release yes. of our desires yes. and part of that is the transparency of it like we want people to know what we do yes see us yes and so you're right like when they they were telling everybody but me <laughs> girl it's what you do it's what you see I know if I'm haunting you you must be haunting me um yeah it's just like I like think not like thinking about but like the withholding of um information as like the the facilitator right like in some way you are facilitating a dialogue but not directly does that make sense like yeah absolutely you are sharing information but not with those two people in the same space like knowingly Mm mhm exactly and then therefore that changes the relationship of those two people right right and some of that like what is how what of that can be accountability or building community or deepening Mm. relationships and what of that is like you're harming that relationship or harming an individual in that relationship Mm -hmm. and I also think that we should like clarify that like there's a difference in like sharing information about yourself and your experience with someone versus like and like your experience of them versus like sharing information that is clearly like confidential private um and like 100 percent has made that clear 100 percent because i think that that also gets conflated into what is understood as gossip and not because i think sharing one's experience of another person is one's right to do like and even me sharing my experience of a person could if that person heard what I was saying they would potentially interpret it as me talking shit but it doesn't necessarily need to be like I am it I don't think that talking shit is the same thing as gossiping or Mm. malicious yeah like I think talking shit could just be like I'm sharing how I felt about you yeah and I mean that's the honest truth and it's how you feel but like yeah. things that people have experienced um, or just like using people's experience as a way to like explain things that like actually have nothing to do with you um, is a form of gossip like you're sharing, again, sharing people's experiences without their consent. Yeah, definitely. I've definitely seen this um, come up when people share things, obviously, like, around dating stories. And then it turns into, like, oh, oh, my God, well, I know this person that this, 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 and this happened to them. Um, and it's such a crazy story, but now that information has been shared. Mm-hmm. Um, it also makes me think about, like, who 
so before, while we were prepping for this, we were talking about how some people like like gossip, like some the drama and the juiciness of things is exciting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it is. Um. But how is it that we? I, I don't like. We've had conversations about this where it's like, who is it that you talk about everything to everyone to? And it's really just you and our closest friends. And mm. so I I think that there that is a small outlet to have where I would say like, oh my God, did you hear this, this, and this? Mm. But it, do, it wouldn't leave that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I am comfortable even stepping into that because of the trust that it wouldn't, like that privacy can exist. Right. Right, right. Like a private space is very clearly delineated. So I don't have to worry or I know what it's like to communicate in a way that has everybody's safety mm-hmm. being considered, including the person who we may, who may, we may, may be talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And like if I don't have that agreement with other people, then it's not cool to just be. Yeah. Talking. Sharing people's shit. Yeah. And my thing is like also if you feel like you know you you need to share with this person in 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 that time, you know like there's been times when like you have told me stuff, you have told me things mm and like you know I encountered a situation where it was like I feel like this piece, person needs to know about this experience. Yeah. And I've asked MM, I've checked in with her, like, are you okay with me sharing this information with, you know, so-and-so? Yeah. So, like, I think that's also, like, I feel like gossip is, like, considered, like, not with your core friends, you know, almost. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're gossiping about people, like, that you witness and you see, but you're not really, like, your close friends. But also, like, how to, like... It almost feels like community building, like when you are building community with people who have multiple intersections, like, you know, like multiple mutual friends, basically, like, then I feel like you need to um, learn how to like share information in a way that is consensual, um, and can like grow relationships. Totally. Or, like, end them if necessary. You know what I mean? hmm Yeah. I think that the transparency of being able to practice that allows for it to be, like, healthy both ways. Like, where are the places that can relationships can be really fertile and pe- maybe people, like, practicing polyamory in ethical ways, blah, 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 or ways that people who are not interested or people who are interested in being harmful can be held accountable in a public way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... And in those instances, I think it allows for transformative justice in ways that we have not really yet seen, but have talked about, mm-hmm. and that I just really honor that they are being practiced, mm-hmm. and that we're being able to watch that be practiced. Yeah. I agree. Hmm. Because some... some some things that maybe seem like gossip isn't actually gossip. It's in- information sharing in the service of like protecting community. Exactly. Which and so th- that's not gossip at all. Yeah. Which like our our communities have practiced for years, 
you know, like yeah. the sharing of information um, and protection of each other. You know what I mean? Like the share, like I feel like I don't feel like it's new. Like what I'm basically trying to say is like the way that harm has impacted our communities by way of capitalism and white supremacy also impacts the the culture of gossip where you have Absolutely. to like you have to hide so much like silence is a huge part of this like gossiping thing because it carries shame the whispering you know like the yeah. secretiveness we're socialized into silence because we're socialized to feel shame mm-hmm. and i think that that's what so much of the work that we do with each other one of our close friends texted me this week saying that she was feeling guiltless and I was like how amazing Mm. like of course I'm so glad you're just going by your day being like I'm feeling guiltless like right now that we get to claim that as an actual feeling yes um I think so much of what we do is unlearn things that could be shameful like what I was sharing with you earlier today Daria when we were on the phone just catching up like we are I am facing something in which um, I'm witnessing somebody's growth but it's their growth of them ongoing like slowly beginning to let go of their own shame of mm-hmm, their desires mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and to get to that core is like i'm happy for them yeah yeah so how do we now that we have like a pretty clear understanding of what gossip is and why we do it like how do we move away from it like how can we set it down yeah i think like we said like because it is a collective thing like how could we as a community or like a smaller collectives begin to set down that practice because like what you said about I think gossip exists because we have that insecurity Mm -hmm. but I feel like once you build these secure relationships yeah got like gossip is not something that I'm concerned about yeah I feel like one we have to just be super patient because like I think you and I live in a future and I yeah. don't, I think the futures have been lived, you know, like, I don't think they're extraordinary, but like, in this time, like, we are building strong relationships, like, we are, we are, like, in a sense, building a security blanket, or like, you know what I mean, net, you know what I mean? And like, this is something else that I've been thinking about, but like, how confidence is like it is the foundation for so much like action and like movement so much you know what i mean every season every fucking season is here like it is the fire the flame and it's like we have been again so beat down like our communities have been so beat down it's like we literally just have to build up our self-esteem Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, I, I I guess I say that even, like, thinking about my own mother, who I can see, like, was so, like, beaten down by her, not just her family, but everything else around her. You know what I mean? The climate. My mother grew up when, like, segregation was still a thing. So, like... Mm-hmm. She had to, like actively like step out of that while raising children so like 
what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> How confidence, like, shifts. Yes, 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 yes. So, like... Like, her, she was not as confident, but, like, there were glimmers, you know? Like, she was confident yeah. enough to leave my dad. Like... Mm. when like that was the best thing for her you know what I mean like to leave her even to leave her own house like when she had like toxic parenting and it's like I honestly feel like because my mother has left like when she needed to like like that confidence that allowed her to to leave when she needed to like was really an example for me like wow I just cannot like stay somewhere where I'm not happy like to the point where I had to leave the United States. Like, damn, it was literally like eating away at me. Um, And I didn't even realize how much until I got out. But that that's always the case. Like, and that's like, it's like a full circle moment. But like, we as our collective are in this moment where we're like seeing what we've come out of. And it's like, that's what happens what's happening on a like global like generational level but it happens like in just like our interpersonal relationships like you don't realize how fucked up your like uh and a like abusive relationship is until you're actually out of it absolutely and it's like we're just now seeing like oh I think we're actually sitting with us like sitting with how fucked up and like how deep this shit has spiraled yes like literally just now I feel like we're like babies and eyes are just starting to like blink a little and it's like blink 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 oh fuck like just it literally like just now as in like two weeks ago i just met with our astrologist and just now said out loud like oh shit so this work is gonna take years right like i'm in this for a long time oh shit yeah yeah hadn't realized yeah (laughs) but then also like what you were saying about the confidence like having the community and the close bonds that we have like I do not lie or feel like I exaggerate when I say that they are life-saving. Yeah, like yeah. A compass in this. Yeah. I, because like you said, like being able to live in the future with you and know what it feels like to have a healthy, secure, transparent, reciprocal relationship, mm-hmm. like then allows to have a roadmap for everything else. Because now I'm trying to bring everything else up to speed with this because I'm like, I got it. This is the foundation and this is what it needs to be like and I want this for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I think we are like the closest like spirit and body I've been in a long time as a collective. Definitely. Yeah. So like we are like doing some real internal work like all of us and collectively and it's like we are going through this shift the pluto capricorn saturn capricorn like it is our duty to go through this as a generation yes yes because it has like because 
these are our placements therefore it means that we can handle it Mm -hmm. and I really believe that like something amazing is gonna come on the other side it already is yeah and like when spirit and body are together it's like the power is like unreal I mean I think we all have like power like we are collectively moving through things like either sides detached or not are really powerful but like to be spiritually and physically connected as a collective like I feel like it's really healing for not only ourselves but the earth it is because like we are of the earth um I don't know how this has to do with gossip and how I even got here. (laughs) I think it has to do with gossip because it's like, how is it that I think we're socialized into gossip. And one of the things that we're doing in aligning our spirit and bodies is questioning our relationship to all of our socializations. And so gossip being one of them, like, how is it that I can mindfully exist in community without doing things that harm other people and protecting my community and protecting myself. Yeah. I think the point that I was getting at is, like, we're not trying to hide anymore. No. You know, because the years of shame and guilt that we, like, we've had on our, had on us has made us want to hide. But we're recognizing, mm-hmm. like, yo, like... We've actually went through, like, centuries of harm. Like... Basically. (laughs) And, like, we've gotten to a place where we can say, oh, shit. I've been harmed. Mm -hmm. And, like, really engage with, like, how that harm has come about. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. Like, this conversation of reparations feels, like, really... Like, like important right now and big right now and like seems like it might come to fruition more. Yeah, it's on the table. Yeah, more so than ever, which is like a direct wow. link to slavery. You know what I mean? Like we're. I don't know. I just think we're, like, really clear. We're, like, we're at a new level of clarity where we can, like, really start, like, taking off the drama, you know? Yes. Yes. That makes me think that I feel like everybody who I'm surrounded by right now has explicitly said to me or to each other in conversation, like, with me, something generationally is going to heal from my family. That's a huge thing to take on and to articulate to each other. And it's super courageous to do. Like, I'm actively saying, like, with me in this body right here, right now, I'm saying no and I'm saying yes to a lot of shit. Yeah. I'm saying it. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, yo. Yeah. It's crazy because it's like, you know, we talk about, like, slavery and the Holocaust really casually. I even feel like I'm bringing it up now pretty casually, but, like... Those things, like, we're like, why, how did it happen? How did we get to those moments? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, like, getting out of it 
you realize how long it takes to get out of something. Like, yeah. it's taken us a generation to fully, like, come out of what was done. Like, huge moments of harm and impacts of harm. Like, Yeah, just the ripple effect of harm is Out of this huge. world. Huge. Out of this world. And it's, like, almost like thinking about, like, a hurricane or like compared to like well I feel like when I'm thinking of ripple effects like like natural disasters have that same shape of like multiple outer circles yes exactly that's what I'm saying so like wow a natural disaster like we think that almost like we can't be touched by it but like we literally fucking are like even if we do you know escape it like it has shifted the earth and it's yeah like what i'm saying is like even the level of dirt that's been grown impacts us Mm -hmm. like every change that happens to the earth also impacts us but we, like, we are, like, we can't conceptualize just how long. I don't know if that I'm making sense, but, like, what, like, I feel like, as I've theorized in previous high tea episodes, like, <laughs> I believe that, like, we are in a, like, vengeful state with the earth because the earth has harmed us like and so like how long have we been like in this vengeful state with the earth where we're just like we have to we have to hoard like resources are scarce like we have to like you know scarcity mindset basically yeah do you think that cuz i'm i'm thinking about everything you're saying um in regards to time and planetary movements cuz mm. something that i've been really interested in is trying to see what the planet transits have so since high tea season 1 we've gotten exponentially deeper into all of this <laughs> yes okay? yes keep up keep up um so wow that's so true like we were just like, oh, Uranus is in Taurus. Like, big shifts, bitch. Right. <laughs> the biggest <laughs> fucking shifts. Like, I feel like I have New a lives. deeper understanding of what the fuck Uranus and Taurus fucking means. Like, on 10. Like, Absolutely. Uranus is that bitch. Like, she rotates, she really like, completely on her side. Like, uh, <laughs> she's on her side. Like, she's chilling. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, but we spent a lot of time studying and like formalizing our study and devotion to astrology and the divine. Yeah. So I think you'll expect to hear a more deeper analysis as we've learned much more and like built relationship with people who are coaching us in this. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, we're going awesome. on like, we're going on like a spiritual journey and we're recording it and we're like holding hands while we're doing it. Yes! Wow. That's what's happening. Wow. Trippy, 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 trippy. Very, very. 
<laughs> that whole sentence is in a nutshell why I love high tea. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, We're like totally going deeper. To what... But anyway, keep going, keep going. But we are. Um, I was going to say about the planet. So like I'm interested in what the planetary placements were at different times in history mm. and as, and then interested to see where we are now to see what cycle specifically is closing. The main thing that comes to mind for me is that uh, Saturn and Pluto are going to cross each other on the same degree in January 2020, and that hasn't happened in 502 years. What the and it's fuck both are you talking about? <laughs> They're both in Capricorn, so it's going to, like, there has to be a destruction of systems, which is what is happening. Oh, my God, So, like, January 2020, like, where are you going to be? Because you should figure that out. Bitch. (laughs) Bitch. A lot is happening, and it's meant to be. It's meant to be. But, like, we need to name it because major change is coming. Major fucking change. Because, oh, my God, the video that you sent me about the Capricorn um, end of systems. Yeah. And, like, you're that, I'm that, we have to be separate. Wall. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Capricorns are some wall-ass bitches. Like. Rigid. (laughs) The wall is 10 feet deep. But this moment is calling for, like, the sign of Capricorn to transform into its best self. So, like, how do you honor walls and boundaries as your best self? Mm. Like, what would a wall look like if a wall wasn't harmful? Mm. And what would a wall look like if a wall was divine? I don't mm. know, but that's what's about to come. Wow. And our generation being so cap-heavy with, like, a lot of our friends having their... Saturn returns right now and then a lot of us having our north node in Capricorn it's like we're a part of it yes yes absolutely which is why we're also cognitively and cosmically connected (laughs) I love it I think you've been talking to Giselle a lot I have I've been in an astro honestly I've been in an astro hole for a really long time I'm never coming out it's beautiful I was going to say, I love that, like, we're both, like, in these cosmic fields. Like, you're learning tarot. I'm learning how to read a birth chart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, tarot is awesome. It's been my new thing. It's really fun. I love it. Okay. Anyway, I feel like that was the high thought. <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very high thought. Wow. The high thought always ends with, like, how does this apply to world building and futurism? Because at that point, I just feel like it's our third eyes wide open just speaking. Because like, then I clock back in. I'm like, what did we just say? I have no idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I know it was trippy as fuck. Right, and I know that I stand by everything I said, but I can't really remember it right now. I said what I said when I right. said it. <laughs> exactly. All right, that's our first episode of the second season. It feels really good to be back and to be in this. We are back, okay? 
and aligned as always, as you can see. Yes, and even from miles away across oceans. Across the fucking ocean, okay? There's no love bigger. Honestly, it's such a blessing to be living this with you. Yes, an honor. I love you so, so much. I love you too. See you soon. See you all soon. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you for coming back. It's going to be fun. Stop.